You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with chiropractor Dr. Luke Stringer. Dr. Stringer speaks regularly to local schools, businesses, and organizations on health, wellness, and safety topics. He enjoys educating others on how to manage stress, how to prevent injuries in the workplace and at home, and how to maintain peak performance in all facets of life. Dr. Stringer is from Manchester, England, where he studied sports science. Before graduating from Palmer College of Chiropractic in Davenport, Iowa, he played professional rugby for nine years. Dr. Stringer is considered one of the top chiropractors in Chicago and is a contributing member of our national network of industry professionals. Today we are going to talk about a very important topic, South Loop Chiropractor's Advice on How to Get Better Sleep. Hi, Dr. Stringer. How are you today? Really well, thanks, Liz. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for joining me. So let's get started. Could you please start us off with a reminder to everyone why a good night's sleep is so important for our overall health? Yeah, absolutely, Liz. Sleeping is obviously a critical um, component of how we function, both on a physical and physiological level. And the amount of sleep that we get is really important, too. So research pretty clear. The right amount of sleep um, is between six and nine hours. So too little or too much um, can actually have a detrimental effect um, on how we feel and how we function, again, physically and physiologically. Um, but the key portion to sleeping is when we enter REM, rapid eye movement. This is where we essentially allow the body, uh, allow the body to function in what we call the parasympathetic nervous system, um, which is where we kind of rest and digest. So it's when we clean cells and um, essentially just kind of reboot um, the the bodily system. So obviously the next day we can be up and, uh, and functioning. Um, so yeah, getting a good night's sleep is critically important. It's not just listening to your mother. Mm-hmm. And what are some changes pe- people can make in their nightly routines and in their bedrooms that can help them fall asleep and stay asleep? Yeah, great question. And there's so many out there, and it all depends on kind of who you're speaking to in the books that you're reading. But um, um, essentially, um, James Clear wrote a really good book called Atomic Habit, and he states in his book that there's... Um, purposes for each room so for example your living room might be to watch tv with the family dining room might be to just eat dinner with the family your study might be just to work um so your bedroom should be just for sleeping so try and make it a room where you're just going in there to sleep and you're not on your tablet on your phone or watching television um also some good research coming out just limiting your screen time blue light kind of excites the nervous system so obviously if you're staring at your screen just before you go to bed you're actually kind of stimulating yourself so that can interfere with your sleep um we can switch off the wi-fi so you put your plane on airplane mode so we're not getting anything to the um, wi-fi signal um and then um how dark your room is really important too so black out your blinds i feel like three 
four biggest changes that I personally made in kind of my life to assist my sleep was those four things. Sleep, bedroom is for sleeping, black out the blinds so it's completely black, um, limit my screen time after 8 p.m. and then um, turn on my phone onto Wi-Fi and all those little things add up. Now there's obviously more that you can do. Um, supplementing with herbal teas, valerian roots a great one, um, supplementing with melatonin, etc. But any of that stuff you need to be reaching out to your healthcare provider just to make sure it's good for you to take and how to take your dosage, etc. Um, yeah, there's so much out there that it can be uh, that can be done to kind of tweak your sleep patterns for sure. And can exercising during the day help people get better sleep? Yeah, absolutely it can. Um, I actually read a research study on this recently and getting exercise daily is critically important for just, you know, functioning um, at an optimal level. But when you're exercising is critically important. So you don't want to exercise too close to bed um, because um, obviously when you exercise, it releases endorphins. Endorphins make us feel better and, uh, and function better. It also excites us and wakes us up. So you know, if you're trying to get to bed at 10 p.m. but you're working out at 8 p.m., that's going to be difficult for your body to kind of reset and adjust and switch from, you know, being switched on and moving to, you know, resting and digesting while we're sleeping. So, yes, sleep or exercise is absolutely going to help with our sleep patterns, um, but make sure we're exercising at the right time. And for people with sleep apnea or snoring problems, can chiropractic adjustments help? Yeah, absolutely. It all depends on where you're at with the spectrum, right? Sleep apnea can be due to septal defects or palate defects or lung dysfunction. Snoring could be coming from, you know, if you have sleep apnea, you may, you're obviously snoring, but if you're snoring, it doesn't mean you have sleep apnea. So let's focus on the snoring specifically. Um, yeah, I feel snoring is just a direct consequence or can be a direct consequence from just functionality of the spine and the diaphragm. You know, we're in that chronic poor posture, our head shifted forwards, our shoulders rounded, and when we breathe, it's all coming through our chest. When we're as we've discussed on our previous podcast, good posture is where the ear is sitting on top of the shoulder. The shoulder blades are back. It opens up the diaphragm. And obviously, you're going to have better diaphragmatic and um, breathing function when you're having good posture than poor posture. So we've had plenty of patients. We actually had one come in on Monday who came in specifically for pain, neuromusculoskeletal pain, neck pain, upper back pain. But when we did a deep dive and went into this patient's goals, their goals were to... Um, snore less at night time so they could have or they could hold down a relationship better um so we just started off some treatment and it's all focusing on obviously reducing that patient's pain and dysfunction but at the same time really improving their posture and we've only seen him a couple of times he's already said he's feeling a benefit in snoring less which is awesome great okay and lastly if people are experiencing back pain or neck pain do you have any suggestions for how to get better sleep yeah, absolutely. It's stay on the postural thread. How um, you set yourself up um, to sleep at night time is critically important. So if you're laying on your front, it's obviously no good um, because your back's arched. That puts you in extension and your head's rotated. So that creates tension, um, shortens muscles and lengthens muscles in the neck and the upper back. Um, so if you see on your front, that's a position that we don't really want to be in. That said... I feel like front sleepers, it's an innate thing for them. So my wife sleeps on the front and she's a chiropractor and she knows it's no good for her spine. She tries to sleep on her back and her side and essentially ends up on her front. So 
So that's kind of uh, a tricky one. But if we can avoid the front sleeping, let's do so. And if we're laying on our back, that's probably the best position to, to sleep. Um, you just want to make sure the body landmarks are in alignment. So if imagine you're laying flat on your bed, someone's looking from the side, that your ear should be on top of your shoulder. So you've got, imagine in your mind's eye, too much of a pillow, it's going to raise your head up and your ear is going to be in front of the shoulder. That's going to create neck tension. Then obviously if you don't have enough of a pillow, your head might sink backwards behind your shoulder and that's obviously going to create stress and tension in neck and upper back. So you try and have that neutral position and then again, your shoulder should be in line with your uh, pelvis, so a nice neutral torso, and then obviously legs flat. And if you're looking from a bird's eye view, then your nose, your sternum, and your pelvis should be in alignment. Um, and on your side, so obviously you want to be sleeping where the shoulder's just rolled underneath you. And if you're looking head on, so you're looking at the person in the face, same thing, nose, sternum, pelvis should be in alignment. And then that pillow is really important. If you've got too much of a pillow, it's going to create an acute angle between your ear and the shoulder that's not touching the mattress that's going to create a lot of pain and typically for us that's where a lot of our acute patients come from and obviously if you're sleeping on your side um, and you don't have enough pillow then you're going to have an acute angle between the shoulder um, and the ear of the slide that you're sleeping on so just try and get in that neutral posture um, if you check out our YouTube channel um, Advanced Health Chiropractic South we've got a ton of sleep videos um, on there and if you really want to get deep dive into it um, we're a corrective care office so we take x-rays on our patients the shape of your spine also dictates the type of mattress you have so let's for example you have a lot of curve in your low back and you've got the anterior pelvic tilt you want to be sleeping more on a firm mattress than a soft mattress because a soft mattress is just going to increase that curve further where the kind of that is, if you are hypo-lorthotic, you don't have enough curve, and you're sleeping on a really hard mattress, that curve is not going to be allowed to be induced. So obviously we want more of a softer mattress, because when we're laying on it, that little bit of give is going to allow that curve to come into the spine, um, and that's obviously going to benefit the spine. All those things are things that you can do really essentially immediately, and that can definitely um, make a positive impact on how you're sleeping and obviously how you're feeling first thing in the morning. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Stringer. We know you're extremely busy, so I want to thank you for all of your time and your help today. You're welcome, Liz. Thanks so much for having me on. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with the doctor, please visit www.southloopedchiropractor.com or call 312-987-4878 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our team, we want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading experts. You've been listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals.